You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert, Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. This is a very, very exciting episode. I'm talking about a subject that I've been experimenting with for getting close here, probably about 12 years. And it's a big part of my nutritional regimen. And I was wanting to really create a masterclass on this subject matter at some point. And it's a huge opportunity for so many of us because it's such a nutrient dense, rich, really phenomenal qualities to this category of foods that so many of us don't know about and we're not taking advantage of. All right. So today we're going to be talking about C vegetables. All right. Sea vegetables. So not vegetables you see, but vegetables from the sea. Commonly, they're referred to oftentimes it goes in this, lumped in this category of seaweeds. Right. But I want to take the weed part out of it because, you know, even with terrestrial weeds, we tend to think that those are a nuisance. Those are things that we want to kill and get rid of. Things like dandelion, for example. But if you really think about it, dandelion is so robust and you could try all this stuff to try to get rid of it. That's the kind of stuff, you know, if the terms you are what you eat is true, that's the kind of stuff you want to eat. That's hard to kill, right? So these, quote, seaweeds is this category of foods that have literally been uh, taken advantage of and utilized for thousands of years as we're going to go through and touch on a little bit of the history. But we're really going to dive in on some of this mind-blowing science that I think is really going to change the game for you. All right, but first, listen, I just picked up my son from school and we got home and we're just kind of hanging out. And he says to me, Dad... I don't know why people are so afraid of dying when they've never died before. And I was just like, my mind was kind of, my, my noodle was baked a little bit. I'm like in my head, I'm like, okay, Socrates, where is this going? What, what do you mean by this? And it really just struck me how, you know, first of all, kids just have these brilliant insights that we tend to look past, you know, in our kind of robotic day-to-day lives as adults. And it was really powerful what he said because we're oftentimes afraid of things that we know nothing about. We've never experienced and so we're afraid of them. And how many places in our lives are we afraid of things that we've never actually experienced? We might be afraid of starting that business because we're afraid of failure. We might be afraid to write that book because we're afraid of the judgment. We might be afraid, afraid to commit to a relationship, you know, because you had a relationship before and you got your heart broken, but it wasn't with this person that you're now associated with. And we're afraid, right? We're afraid of things that we've never even experienced. And so for, for many of us, it kind of handcuffs us and it, and it prevents us from taking action, doing the things that we are really here to do. You know, oh, now, of course, listen, there's a caveat here. I get it when we're afraid of like spiders and, and snakes and things like that. But at the same time, there are people who are like, you know, snake charmers and they're just like, the snake is slithering all over them. I'm not one of those people, but you know, they're dancing with it, right? They're dancing with it and they've embraced that fear, right? So it, it just kind of struck me and I wanted to share that with you um, and, and to check yourself, like how many things are you, are, are limiting your life and your expression and your activity because you are afraid of them and you've never even experienced it? What, what could that be for you in your life right now? You know, is there something that you've been wanting to do and fear of what could happen has been preventing you? So I just wanted to drop that little insight, compliments of my son, Braden, AKA Socrates, right? And um, it was just really an inspirational moment for me too. So I love that there's these little seeds that get planted 
and beautiful things can come from them, you know, and seeing this with our kids. And so on that note, again, the topic today, we're talking about this incredible category, and it's just going to blow your mind, of sea vegetables. And some of these studies just really are just profound. They're absolutely profound. And also the history, you know, uh, with the blue zones, a lot of people today have talked about, know about the blue zones. These are places in the world that have the most centarians. These are folks that live over a hundred years. And for the most part, they're still vital, healthy, uh, still a part of the community. And one of those areas is Okinawa. Now, when I hear Okinawa, I gotta be honest, I think about Karate Kid Part Two. okay? It's where Daniel-san left the, the, the quiet comfort of the U.S., jumped over to where Mr. Miyagi was from in Okinawa. All right. And the big fight scene at the end. And they had these little tools, this little uh, this little toy drum thing. And it goes like you move it back and forth. If you can see me on YouTube, you can see my hands and moving this thing. And then it ends up being like a, a, a fight move. Right. At the end, because that's how Mr. Miyagi would teach Daniel's son was like through these random things. Right. Paint the fence. Right. He's painting the fence. He doesn't know he's learning karate. All right. So that's what I think about with Okinawa. But Okinawa's one of those blue zones, and there's so many people who are living uh, to 100 and over who are still just vital and full of life and, and good health, and a regular part of their diet is sea veggies, all right? So we're going to talk about some of those today. So super valuable stuff that we're going to cover, and because of that, and Okinawa being just south of Japan, I'm going to kick to an Apple podcast review that's from Japan all right, so I jumped over to the Japan version of the Apple Podcast, the iTunes site, and had this incredible review. So uh, check out this Apple Podcast review of the week. Another five-star review titled The Essence of Game Changing by danpape.org. The Model Health Show is so empowering that I sometimes think I am the expert after listening. Numerous times I found myself absolutely blown away about what I thought was the truth. Yet, I never get the impression that due to his knowledge that he is looking down on us. Not only is Sean's Model Health Show podcast a staple part of my brain diet, but it has helped me find what I want to do in my 40s, which is to help others. In fact, Sean's amazing guests are so incredible that I have invaluable podcast, his guest queuing to be listened to next. Big ups to you and your crew. Dan Pape. All right. Thank you so much for leaving me that review over on Apple Podcasts. No matter what country you are listening in, you can jump over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for the show. And it just, wow, that just filled my cup today. And I truly, truly do appreciate that so very much. And it's, we're just going to keep taking things to the next level. So thank you so very much. And on that note, let's dive in to our topic of the day. All right. Today we're talking about nutrition under the sea. All right. It's a little shout out to the Little Mermaid. Okay, but real talk, there's a whole world, a whole new world. I didn't even mean to do that. There's a whole world of uh, accessibility to things that are truly, truly uh, incredible for our health that we're just not tapping into. And really, when we think about it, all of life has evolved from the sea. And this is what makes our planet so unique and allows us to have life is the fact that we have these, these oceans and these bodies of water. Water is really the key to life here on the planet. And of course, oxygen as well, which is H2O. Um, but here's the thing. Oftentimes we don't know what we don't know. And so I wanted to really shine a light on this subject matter and make sure that you are well-equipped and well-aware of some of these benefits. 
And it's so valuable today because a lot of times these sea vegetables are even more concentrated in antioxidants and micronutrients than these terrestrial plant, aka land sources of these different plants. And I think it's really going to be phenomenal. And just to kick things off, there was an eight-week study published in the Journal of Nutritional Science, very well-respected peer-reviewed journal. On 60 adult test subjects, it revealed that a compound called fucoxanthin, which is extracted from seaweeds, was able to significantly reduce hemoglobin A1C. And hemoglobin A1C is really the best marker that we have for monitoring diabetes, right? This insulin resistance for blood sugar disorders significantly reduced hemoglobin A1C levels in the blood, all right? In a human trial, really, really interesting. That's just a snapshot of what we're gonna get into. All right, so just a little history. Records show that for over 2,000 years, seaweed or sea vegetables has been used as a supportive food in the Japanese diet over 2,000 years of documentation. As far back as 300 BC in China, there was a writer named Chi Han who documented the benefits and wrote a book about the importance of sea vegetables. And in Europe, Mediterranean seaweeds were used as medicine during the times of the great Greek and Roman empires. And in places like Hawaii and the islands of the South Pacific, like Tonga, 60 to 70 species of seaweeds have been used for food, medicines, and even in ceremonies and just a part of events and celebration. So really, really interesting, a lot of documented use, but what does the science say? And what do these sea veggies really look like in practical order for our conversation today? And we're going to jump right in and talk about probably the most popular one, which is kelp. All right, kelp is kind of the big boss that's out there on the streets and in the interwebs. And a lot of folks are aware of kelp and some of the benefits. We're going to dive in a little bit deeper, though, and talk about kelp and a whole lot of kelp's cousins. All right, so let's talk about some of the benefits. Well, number one, kelp is one of the best sources of natural iodine. And this is why a lot of people turn to it. And this is because iodine is such a critical component in us actually building our thyroid hormone. So T3 and T4, we can't even make it. And our thyroids are the real kind of governing force of our entire metabolism. So it's super important that we're able to build these um, compounds that are uh, relating our thyroid with what's happening with our brain and what's happening with our entire HPA axis and our other organs and just enabling our body to do the job of burning and storing energy. And so you, it, iodine is literally required to make T3 and T4. So it's kind of important. And we'll talk about some of the at the end of the show, some of the things to watch out for, though, because there is a kind of a, a nice space to be, a Goldilocks position, not too hot, not too cold, just right spot with some of these things. So we'll come to that later. But the most important part is to know that approximately 40% of the world's population is deficient, chronically deficient in iodine. And so this can lead to obvious problems with thyroid function, specifically leaning towards hypothyroidism, but also, you know, the appearance of the goiter, right? So where the, the, the thyroid is, is swollen and it kind of inflamed due to dysfunction. So this is one of the reasons that a lot of people have been tuned in and turned on to kelp. And also, according to research from the University of California, San Francisco Medical Center, kelp has more calcium than just about all other vegetables. All right? No disrespect, kale. 
No disrespect, collard. Kelp is that business when it comes to calcium. All right, so that's one of the other big attributes. And gram for gram, kelp can contain over five times more calcium than milk. All right, milk is that propaganda, you know, the, the, the commercials as that source of calcium. Much better bioavailable, and you're not worrying about all of the suspicious nefarious potentials. Not that all dairy is bad, but conventional dairy that comes along with it. You know, and especially if you have an intolerance or a sensitivity towards dairy, get in your veggies. That's really how we get this bioavailable calcium. And kelp is one of those great sources. Also, notable amounts of iron, B vitamins, vitamin A. There's a 2014 study revealed that there's a compound found in high concentration in kelp called fucoidian has been shown to have anti-cancer effects against human breast cancer and colon cancer cells. So now it's getting serious. This has some true disease fighting and preventative potential. All right, so kelp is really something remarkable and we need to know more about it. And also let's experiment with it and add it in to our nutritional protocol. Just try it out. So how do you use it? Where can you get it? Well, there's different versions of it. You've got the kind of dried whole leaves that you can use. You've got flakes. They've got little kind of like salt and pepper shakers that you buy that's filled with like granulated kelp and powdered kelp even that you can just kind of sprinkle on your food and it's kind of salty. So it just kind of adds that note to things. And so the kelp one is dry, but if you rehydrate it, say, you know, you put in some water to kind of rehydrate and then cut it up to like uh, toss and mix into salads and things like that. It's kind of slippery, as you would suspect, kind of oily texture to it. But it's, it's really super easy to, to implement. You know, this is something that I like to sprinkle on salads, entrees as a finisher. So after the entree is cooked, so, you know, adding it, sprinkling it on top of some stir fry. Uh, traditionally, it's used in soups. Also, sushi is another place. I would sprinkle this on top of, we used to make this faux sushi back in the day, right? The faux, which means fake, you know, kind of alternative version of it. But it was like a pate using walnuts and like some other vegetables. It was really tasty. And I would sprinkle some kelp on top of that as well. So whether you're doing the faux sushi or the real sushi, sprinkle on some kelp. Add in some of these benefits. All right, so uh, again, just about any savory dish because it has that umami flavor hit, right? So we've got those different flavor sensations. Umami is the more recently confirmed, you know, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, umami, which apparently means tasty in Japanese, I believe. So um, that's interesting, but it has that flavor note. So uh, mixing it in and adding it to kind of more savory dishes is a good way to go about it. All right, so with that said, Oh, by the way, so where I get my sea veggies from, and this is a place you can save, because, you know, any kind of organic retailer, health food store, you can find these sea veggies, but you can save some money, and it's at least 15% off, sometimes upwards of 25 to even 50% off the retail prices that you'd find at places like Whole Foods for the same products that you'd be buying, whether it's for, for these sea veggies, you know, they got also... Um, different like kind of sea, seaweed snacks and chips and things like that. But also for your personal care products, 
if you're trying to avoid all these toxic chemicals that are in a lot of personal care products. And we did an entire episode dedicated to that, which we'll put in the show notes. Uh, things like we get our coconut oil from here. We get our uh, nut butters. We get our you know snacks for the kids. We go to Thrive Market because we save money. We save so much money. And we're also giving back when we're buying from Thrive Market because for every uh, membership that's purchased, they give away a free membership to someone in need. You know, this could be a military uh, veteran, teacher, uh, somebody, a low, just a low-income household so that they can take advantage of these, these deals and these discounts because they're not marking the prices up because they're not using store shelf markups, right? So I absolutely love Thrive Market. You could pop over there for a lot of the stuff we're talking about today for kelp and what we're going to be talking about next, which the next thing we're going to talk about is probably my favorite. I get it from Thrive Market. And you can go there right now. It's thrivemarket.com forward slash model health, model health together as one word. So thrivemarket.com forward slash model health. You'll get upwards of 25, sometimes 50% off these different products, stuff that you are buying already. You could save money from buying from Thrive Market. And if it's your first time purchasing, uh, you'll get free shipping right out of the gate. And you'll also receive an additional, listen to an additional, additional 25% off your entire cart for your first purchase. All right. So pop over there, check them out, thrivemarket.com forward slash model health. All right. Now let's jump into the next one. So we covered kelp. Now we're going to go to my favorite, which is dulce. All right. Dulce is my favorite. And I can't lie and say that we don't call it dulce and gabbana around my house because we do. All right. It just comes out. We start singing the song, Dose and Gabbana, Dose and Gabbana. We'll play a little bit of it for you. All right, now, real talk, I love Dulce. Uh, it's one of the highest potassium-rich foods. If you're looking at things like bananas, and even avocados are a great source of potassium, Dulce is the winner. Gram for gram, super great source of potassium. And what do we need that for? For our muscle function. Okay. In addition to several other things, our sleep quality is partly determined by uh, potassium levels as well. It's in, it involved in some of those kind of neurotransmitter and hormonal pathways that create our sleep-related hormones, things like that. So potassium is important. Dulce is the best source. And also, it, it appears to have about twice the nutritional value of kale and contains up to 16% protein by weight. It's also rich in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Its reddish color is an indicator because so a lot of these sea, seaweeds, these sea veggies are kind of green or, or kind of blackish or a brown tint. Dulce has this really interesting reddish hue to it. And the red color is an indicator of a different spectrum of antioxidants, right? When we talk about antioxidants, what do we, what do we relate that to? The amount and types color is one of those indicators for us. So I hope that makes sense. It's really because a lot of these terms like, you know, antioxidants and, and minerals, like what are they? When we hear minerals, that's literally like rocks and metals, right? But there are these little trace amounts that we need for our bodies to function. And we're literally, when you look at yourself and you see yourself in the mirror, you're looking at these compounds that you've eaten, the minerals that you've eaten or lack thereof, you know? It is a, a kind of a solid part of our structure and also what's happening with our cells. So it's super important, obviously proteins and other things as well, but minerals matter. And they can be kind of weird, but if we think about it differently, we can start to relate to it a little bit differently. And also, so Dulce is a good source of vitamin A, which is well known to have 
powerful antioxidant properties, which help to protect your eyes from cellular damage and reduce the risk of macular degeneration. Now, I didn't say this. Okay, I didn't say this. But dulse is often referred to as the bacon of the sea. All right, I didn't say that. Okay, I'm not going to 100% agree because bacon is bacon. But it does taste really good, especially when, you, you know, there's different... Uh, products that, you know, you have the dried leaves and things like that. And it's kind of nice to snack on. So bacon of the sea, be it that or not. And I love to sprinkle this on top of salads, specifically a salad that has like an Italian dressing that has a nice basil, oregano vibe to it. Tastes really good. They really work well together. They like each other. And again, this is just something to add to your superhero utility belt, things that you can experiment with to enjoy and they have some really remarkable health benefits as well. So, and we're just scratching the surface here. All right. Next up, we're going to finesse and parlay over to something that is literally the causative agent to the majority of the air that you're breathing right now. Okay. Now this is getting to some twilight zone freaky stuff right here, but I, I remember I was taught in school, you know, uh, our oxygen, trees make oxygen for us. And that was the end of story. No, it's not. It's not. Upwards of 80 plus percent of the oxygen in our environment comes from these tiny plants in the ocean called phytoplankton. All right, phytoplankton. And these tiny powerhouses, again, upwards of 80 plus percent of the air on the planet is coming from these phytoplankton. So when I first heard phytoplankton, I immediately thought of SpongeBob. And I was like, but isn't plankton the bad guy? Well, he's just small and he has a complex. He's misunderstood. All right. He's just trying to have a good time. All right. But real talk, uh, marine phytoplankton is something that I've been, it's, it's got to be 10 years now, uh, at least that I've been utilizing marine phytoplankton. It's one of my favorite things. I keep all, I have it all the time. It's just right there in my cabinet. And studies on marine phyto, and this is why, let me dive in and share this with you. This is really, really powerful. Studies on marine phytoplankton are still in their infancy. Okay, let me be clear, but there's a lot to be excited about. So there's a study that was contracted with the Department of Health Promotion and Education at the University of Utah. And it showed that those taking concentrated marine phytoplankton experience significant health benefits. Participants were followed for three months, blood tested, and evaluated for psycho-emotional changes. And here's what the results showed. Marine phytoplankton was found to enhance the function of their immune system. Those taking marine phytoplankton had improved markers of T-cells, which are these immune cells that are really responsible for elimination of viruses and bacteria and nefarious uh, substances in our tissues. So that's pretty cool. Wow, get a boost to our immune system. They also found that they experienced enhanced energy. They used the well-respected SF36 patient survey that determines objective health and well-being. And those taking marine phytoplankton reported that they were enjoying more energy and experienced a greater sense of peacefulness. That's interesting too. Researchers also administered a test designed by Dr. Martin Seligman, who is the director of Penn State University Positive Psychology Center. You know we're about that positive psychology. The test results indicated that those taking marine phytoplankton showed a significant increase in scores on the authentic happiness inventory. Participants reported feeling more successful and in a good mood, enjoying an increased ability to focus and experiencing 
more feelings of joy, enthusiasm, and optimism. What? How? That little tiny plant that's providing oxygen for the entire plant. How is it so powerful? Uh, it sounds powerful. It does. It already sounds like it should have some power to it, but the concentration of it, like how can we get that? How can we get that concentrated um, uh, connection to it? And so that's what we're going to talk about in a moment. But I want to talk about some of the things that are going on behind the scenes potentially that are causing people to have these experiences. Now, again, it's just a lot of preliminary trials and studies and more research needs to be done, but it's been going on for a couple of decades now. And it's really exciting because this food has these things. Number one, it's a rich source of essential fatty acids, specifically EPA and DHA. These are essentially the fats that get a free pass. They have a VIP pass to cross the blood-brain barrier and literally feed your brain. If you're deficient on these things, your brain is basically, it's just accelerating the, the, the dying process. All right, we need these essential fatty acids, specifically DHA and EPA. Now, the form that is found in terrestrial plants, which is ALA, has to get converted into DHA, which it can, but upwards of around 70% gets lost in the process. So things like chia seeds and flax seeds, hemp seeds, those are wonderful, but they play other roles. But as far as getting converted to the uh, essential fatty acids that we actually need that can get to the brain, this is one of those plant sources that's really remarkable and something that you might want to tune into and turn to because of that. And also a little bit goes a long way because it's so concentrated and so bioavailable in the form that we'll talk about in a moment. Also contains minerals like selenium, zinc, magnesium, chromium, uh, and of course iodine is in there as well. Every essential amino acid there, every essential fatty acid, uh, essential, quote, essential sugars, which is an interesting topic because we have essential fats and essential proteins. Why not essential sugars? Well, there are some. There are some polysaccharides, right? These mini sugars. And the longer the chain, because those polysaccharides means many, the longer the chain, the more bitter it gets. And you know the statement, the bitter, the better, right? So there are some medicinal pro properties with some of these polysaccharides. And these this category of sea veggies are really the kings when it comes to high quality, valuable for human health polysaccharides. All right, so just keep that in mind. All of that is in this marine phytoplankton. Also vitamin A, several forms of the B vitamins, chlorophyll, carotenoids, and other uh, elements that are important for human health, all found in this marine phytoplankton. Again, I've been using uh, marine phytoplankton for about 10 years from Activation Products, their product Oceans Alive, because it's like this, it's, it's animated suspension. The way that they distill it and store it, it keeps it fresh so you're not losing all this vitality. It truly, it's, it's called Oceans Alive because it really is the, the, the living energy, the, the, the live form of this tiny little plant that is providing all this oxygen to the world. And I kind of get excited about this one because, you know, I was there, like I was paying attention all those years ago when it came out and I just dove into the research and I haven't really talked about it for a while because there's so many cool things cool advances and it's just one of those things that's just on the periphery and it's so it's kind of weird you know to, to talk about this this subject matter but today and kind of what we're going through we now have a lot more valid science that i can talk about this and say hey i don't want you 10 years 20 years from now hearing about this and kind of missing the boat on something that can be really potentially uh powerful for you so and the reason also i use the oceans alive is that 
It's a blend of two specifically cultivated marine phytoplankton strains, right? Because there's many different types. These have been found to be the ones most benefit human health and they're grown in pristine conditions. They are completely free of impurities and contaminants. And if you go to oceansalive.com forward slash model, so that's oceans with an S, oceansalive.com forward slash model, you can check out the marine phytoplankton that I use that I've been using for about 10 years. And I'm pretty sure I can get them to hook up uh, a discount for us because I haven't talked with them about this yet, but I'm going to holler at them and make sure that when this episode comes out, we'll have some form of a discount for you guys to check this out if it's something that speaks to your soul. If not, we got plenty of other cool things to talk about. All right, so again, oceansalive.com forward slash model. All right, so let's jump in and look at another one of these sea veggies that this is one of the favorites in Okinawa, and it's called wakame. All right, wakame. Research published in the Journal of Functional Biomaterials revealed that compounds found in wakame were effective at selectively killing lung cancer cells. Wow, it's just powerful, powerful stuff. And also, wakame contains several unique compounds, such as fucoidian, which I talked about earlier, and also fucoxanthin, which I talked about at the top of the show, right? Fucoxanthin that has those benefits for helping to optimize and improve our hemoglobin A1C levels, right? That marker for insulin sensitivity. So really, really cool stuff there. And both of these, in addition to that, are found to have numerous effects for eliminating different types of cancer cells in and of themselves. So there's all these different compounds in wakame that have these different capabilities. Also, it's a valuable dense source of minerals and trace minerals, vitamins, and, in the, you know, iodine should go without saying, selenium, magnesium. And by the way, so I want to mention this too, when I talked about fucoxanthin, that's just one aspect. Uh, Cancer-fighting potential, uh, there's, there's research indicating it has benefits for weight loss, it has potential in optimizing our blood sugar levels, which we've talked about, but also fucoxanthin has been shown to literally protect your cell membranes better than most of the other strong antioxidants. All right, so the membranes of your cells, this is like what's, in a sense, one, one aspect of it is giving your cell structure and keeping your cells together, which is kind of important, kind of important. But also the membrane of the cell allows for communication between cells and that's super remarkable because not only do we want to have healthy cells, but we want a healthy cell community where your cells can actually communicate and talk to one another. So I thought that that was really cool. And one other peer-reviewed study found that fucoxanthin, which is found in wakame, significantly reduce plasma and hepatic triglyceride concentrations. All right, so those triglycerides, those triplets of fat, so helping to uh, eliminate those and reducing those blood levels and also even with your liver of these potentially dangerous fats, right? So we want to look more towards when we're looking at our, um, our getting a blood panel done, we, we need to pay attention to triglycerides. That's in some aspects far more of a concerning thing to be aware of than typical cholesterol, right? Because we know now today the story of cholesterol uh, we didn't really have the full picture, and now we really do understand it a lot more than we used to. And understand it's actually a vital nutrient because it's the seed, it's the precursor to building our sex hormones, for starters. That's just one of the aspects of it. And being a carrier molecule to help literally just shuttle around other uh, 
necessary materials throughout our body. Cholesterol is kind of important, but we want to make sure that we have uh, really good balance in our overall cholesterol numbers. So, all right, but again, be mindful of that with the triglycerides and the fact that wakame might be one of those foods that can help out with that. So again, there's so many different sea veggies for us to talk about today. And there's so many that we can cover, obviously. And I'll just mention a few more and then we'll dive in deeper on some more. But there's also sea palm, which I've had as well. Most of these, pretty much all of these I've had. Sea palm, arame. Arame is great in uh, like fermented dishes, right? So you can ferment some arame along with cabbage and some other stuff. You might find it with kind of like a kimchi uh, uh, ingredients sometimes. You might find arame in there. We've got nori, right? Nori is a great source of iodine as well. And antioxidants and that's what when you get sushi that's what is rolled up in the nori the seaweed slash sea vegetable that has so much value in and of itself right so we got nori we've got bladder rack bladder rack just sounds weird all right that's another sea veggie but let's dive in a little bit deeper and talk about sea lettuce all right sea lettuce so there's actually we got lettuce we got sea lettuce and when you see the sea lettuce, when it's in its natural habitat, it kind of looks like green leaf lettuce, you know, when it's kind of bloomed and, and, and doing its lettuce thing. Another name is, is ulva, not to be mistaken with vulva, all right? Ulva, and also in this category would be uh, something called green laver is a pretty popular uh, ingredient for a lot of dishes. So it's a long history of use in Japan. It's added to soups, noodles, and other dishes as well. And it's known to help to aid in the, in the digestion of beans. Now, you got to think about this. Our ancestors had a specific reason that they would do things. They tested and tried and figured things out for us that we just kind of, you know, with the uh, commercialization of food, just kind of just ignored and just forgot about our long traditions of people who've come before us to look out for us. And so what they found was that sea lettuce adding to... Uh, the, the process of making beans could help aid in digestion of the beans. It's also, sea lettuce is a complete protein containing all nine essential amino acids, which is pretty remarkable when we're talking about plant sources of amino acids. And it's being a complete protein, uh, it's upwards of 26% protein by weight. Now that's remarkable too for a, a, a veggie, a sea veggie to have that much protein. It's also a rich source of magnesium, sodium, potassium, B vitamins, copper, zinc, calcium. And uh, one researcher found that it has as much as 15 times higher amount of iron. So if you're uh, deficient in iron, you know, you're dealing with issues related to that. Check out sea lettuce. That might be something for you. All right. Also a great source of antioxidants like beta carotene is in there. All right, let's move on to another one. So I hope you're enjoying this and just... Your eyes are opening to this whole new world. We got to play a little bit of that. Play it. Now I'm in a whole new world with this whole new world of nutrition that we have access to. And it's really powerful. And again, thousands and thousands of years, our ancestors from various cultures have been utilizing this food source. And it's been much forgotten. But... This, if we're talking about true wild food, we don't have access to that very often anymore. And this is one of those places where you can find some truly wild strains, heirloom, uh, really nutrient-dense foods in these sea vegetables. So another one, this one is literally called sea spaghetti. 
All right, sea spaghetti, also referred to in some parts of the world as sea thong. Okay, I can't make that up. All right, maybe it's because it's spaghetti straps. Somebody came out the ocean one day with some spaghetti strap in, in the butt. I don't know how this became sea thong, but you know, it's pronounced differently in, in other languages, obviously. But uh, so sea spaghetti. 2014 study published in the journal European Food Research and Technology uh, clearly suggested that the compounds in sea spaghetti offered protection against cardiovascular disease by improving blood lipid profiles and exerting antioxidant effects as well on the cells. So sea spaghetti is that deal. Spaghetti, spaghetti. That's from Dave Chappelle. Just shout out to anybody who got that. When he did, he did a parody of uh, 8 Mile with Eminem and he was like, mom, spaghetti, thongs and ready. Spaghetti thong out the sea, getting fatty. You know how Eminem does it. All right, shout out to Eminem. Let's move on. Sea spaghetti. Next up is kombu. Kombu is another of the favorites in Okinawa. And it's hailing in popularity from Japan, where it's most historically used as one of the three made ingredients in a very popular noodle dish. And shout out to everybody who is in Japan listening right now. And I hope that I'm saying this right, but dashi, uh, noodle broth. And there was a study that was published in the International Journal of Biological Macromolecules revealed that kombu may have an anti-tumor effect on liver cancer. These things keep striking me as I'm sharing this today because it's so remarkable. And this is from real food that has these potentials. And we just, what do we do? Of course, scientists are usually looking for let's extract and find the super concentrated of these things. Yes, sometimes that is absolutely appropriate. But a lot of times we just need to eat the food because the food has these other cofactors. Nature has put them together with all of these other uh, cofactors that enable our bodies to use them in a really unique and special way. It's like there's instructions encoded in the food when we consume it in its natural state to get a lot of these benefits that we're talking about and things that it can help things we don't even know about yet. Right? So it's really exciting for me. And so with kombu, we can have it, again, dried, uh, pickled, you know, fermented, and also mixed in with uh, different vegetable dishes and, and entrees and things like that as well. Very versatile as all of these different things are. But it's just something to be mindful of, take a shot, experiment with, and enjoy some of the benefits. All right, so with that said, we're going to jump into the next one. And this one is shifting from really from the, the ocean setting, the sea, to freshwater, and this is chlorella, right? Chlorella, I've talked about chlorella several times, been a big fan of chlorella for many, many years, and here's why. Number one, it's 50 to 60% protein by weight. It's up there, top, top three protein-dense foods that we know about in the world, right? So that in of itself makes it really remarkable. It's complete protein, and also chlorella, because this is the thing with real food, is that chlorella contains lutein and zeaxanthin as well. Now, these are two carotenoids that are found to be extremely protective of your vision, protecting your eyes and significantly lowering the risk of macular degeneration, right? Man, that's, that's really something special. So zeaxanthin, lutein, and you find that in high concentration in chlorella. All right. Also, it's a pretty decent source of omega-3s as well. We talked about the importance of omega-3s. 
So just three grams of chlorella delivers 100 milligrams of omega-3s. Now here's where it gets really interesting. Chlorella is known as a natural chelator. All right, it's a chelator. Chelation is a chemical process in which a substance is used to bind molecules, such as heavy metals or minerals, and hold them tightly and enabling your body to eliminate them safely. So chelation is actually used in conventional medicine for treating things like lead poisoning or iron overload. And this is something that when I was studying this, you know, probably 10, 12 years ago, I was really fascinated that there are substances you can consume that intelligently bind to these problematic things in our body. So there was a study that was published in the journal International Immunopharmacology that affirmed just that, that chlorella helps to reduce blood levels of lead. Yeah, it can selectively kind of chelate, grasp onto the lead and get it out of your system. What things do you know that have that kind of intelligence and power? That's really, really remarkable. There was a double-blind placebo-controlled study published in the Clinical and Experimental Hypertension Journal that found that chlorella was able to significantly reduce blood pressure of test subjects with hypertension by the end of the 12-week study period. And so this is yet another aspect that these underwater sources of nutrition, we're talking about these sea veggies, and in the case of chlorella being an algae that it's hitting on, right? So it's blood sugar benefits. We've got weight loss benefits. We've got anti-cancer benefits. We've got heart and cardiovascular benefits as well. And the list goes on and on and on. The reason that chlorella has the name chlorella is that it's the number one source of uh, chlorophyll that is found in a food that humans consume. Chlorophyll is a uh, known uh, potential blood builder and has a lot of antioxidant capabilities in of itself. That, that dark green color is an indication of some powerful antioxidants. So yet another reason why uh, you might want to check out some chlorella as well. And so that leads me to whenever I think about chlorella, I tend to think about this other one. And of everything that I've talked about today, I've probably been using this one the longest. And this one is spirulina. And spirulina grows in both freshwater and saltwater. And this is the world's highest protein food gram for gram. It's about 70% protein by weight. It's a complete protein as well. And it contains all nine essential amino acids, as mentioned, complete protein. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. Phycocyanin. So there was a time, you know, according to experts, that the earth wasn't as green, right? The land wasn't as green. It was like shifting towards more towards a blue hue. As crazy as that sounds, right? So when we see the earth, you know, that we've got the, you know, the blue skies, the blue ocean, and then we've got like the green land. But it was actually through evolution, it was at one point apparently more of a blue spectrum. And phycocyanin is one of those really ancient compounds that's an indicator. It's like this is why there's a term of a blue-green algae is this really uh, unique and, and rare and ancient compound that is found in spirulina. Now, here's what's so interesting. There was a study funded by the National Institutes of Health that revealed that this compound in spirulina has been found to promote stem cell genesis, which literally means the creation of new stem cells. From what I was taught in my university setting, stem cells are, this is not a renewable resource. Like you got some and then 
that's what you got. Like your body does kind of make some different stem cells here and there in different parts of your body. But for the most part, once you kind of run low, that's it. It's a wrap. But it's not. There are actually foods that can stimulate your body to actually make more stem cells. And stems, why does that matter? Stem cells become everything your body could possibly need. If you need fat tissue, meniscus, if you need uh, brain cells, if you need muscle tissue, right? If you need, you know, some, some cells for your liver and, or for your pancreas or for your pinky toe, all right? Stem cells help to regenerate those tissues. Some people need some help with those pinky toes. All right, let's just be honest. All right, so all of this found here in spirulina, phycocyanin. It's also a rich source of B vitamins, copper, iron. There's another study, this was published in the Public Library of Science, showed that spirulina has strong potential to prevent and even reduce inflammation in the brain. What? Incredible, incredible. I, when I hear that, I'm just like, reduce inflammation in the brain? And then I immediately think like, Captain Crunch can't do that. What are we talking about? Like we got this whole paradigm over here and then we've got this category of these powerful health affirming foods that so many of us don't know about or we're not taking advantage of. And so like chlorella, spirulina is also a rich source of chlorophyll. And so by the way, on that note, there's a study that's published in 2014 in the peer reviewed journal Appetite found that chlorophyll can aid in weight loss and reduce the urge to eat hyperpalatable foods like Captain Crunch. Okay, now I gotta be real with you. I was a crunch berry guy, all right? I like the crunch berries. Some people like the peanut butter, the original. Give me the crunch berries, right? And it's very difficult. It's probably the last thing that I was doing as far as my, my health process and freeing myself from all the processed food I was consuming as I was growing up. When I was transforming my health, I hung on the cereal the longest. I was like trying to find the healthy versions of the cereal because it's, it's hyperpalatable right? It's, it's processed and it just hits these flavor notes that our system is just hardwired to become addicted to. And so it was found that chlorophyll can help to reduce that urge to eat hyperpalatable foods. That's really cool. And what's really interesting about chlorophyll is that it was also found to increase the release of something called glucagon-like peptide 1, which according to research published in the Journal of Endocrinology, has a potential to trigger body fat redistribution okay this i know it sounds weird like okay so my body fat is that like the the surgery where to take the fat out of of my butt and then like put it in my neck sorry that's not how it goes that's not how it goes at all i had that totally maybe it's taking the 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 fat out of the neck and putting it in the butt because you know shout out to cardi b whatever i don't know but it's a redistribution but it's natural redistribution of fat but it's not that kind it's not that kind of redistribution. It's taking visceral fat, right? The organ fat that is um, kind of, it's the, first of all, it's the most dangerous form of fat because this is fat that is surrounding your inter internal organs and creating this pressure and inflammation. And it really has this profound capacity as its own organ. It becomes its own, it already is its own organ, but it becomes a very powerful organ when we have more visceral fat because of the commands that it puts on the body you know, and kind of dysregulating our insulin and our leptin and just causing inflammation overall. So what this compound is that's in chlorophyll has been found to do is to spark your body to release visceral fat and increase 
your subcutaneous fat. So that's the, the fat that's, that's right under your skin, which there are so many different studies affirming how important it is to have some subcutaneous fat. There's a lot of benefits. And recent episode, we talked about uh, the benefits of body fat and the amazing things that it can do for us with Dr. Sylvia Tara, which we'll put that in the show notes for you if you missed that episode. All right, The Secret Life of Fat, incredible. Okay, so now chlorophyll is, is triggering a redistribution of this fat from an unhealthy place in the body to a healthy place. And it also, for my mind, is getting the potential to potentially just getting it out of your system, period. You know, if we can get it free and mobilized via some of these actions. So really cool stuff, really powerful. And we just went through a really power-packed list of these underwater, under the sea veggies. And there's so much more that we are learning and it's really exciting. But the big thing is, are we stepping up and taking advantage of these things? Because at the end of the day, we can get the information, but we got to do something with it. And so, by the way, so for me, having spirulina and chlorella and some of the benefits with the, one of the other high chlorophyll concentration foods, you know, wheatgrass and things like that, is in the formula that Organifi carries in its green juice. It's all there already, plus moringa, ashwagandha, and it tastes good. We can get all of these things, when we're talking about the spirulina and chlorella, together in a formula that tastes really good, right? So it's the Organifi green juice. I'm a huge fan of it. My kids have it. My older son, Jordan, literally has it every morning. Like he's the most hardcore with the Organifi of any of us. And it's just because it, he, he just knows the difference when he has it. And it's really for him, he's meeting those nutritional bases, those gaps, because you know, he's in high school, he's gonna come in contact with a slice of pizza or three, you know? So he's just trying to make sure that he's getting his nutrients in. So he hits that Organifi because it's a bioavailable source. We gotta get out of this mindset, this mentality of taking these so-called multivitamins that are synthetic, that are coming from um, very heavily processed versions of these nutrients. It's not the same thing as when it's in real food. So the green juice formula is a concentration, low temperature process to retain the nutrients in these real whole foods, the whole food concentrate. All right, so pop over there, check them out. If you're not using Organifi green juice, you are really missing out. You got to check them out and get you some, all right? Go to Organifi.com forward slash model. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash model. And you get 20% off everything they carry, including the green juice formula, their awesome red juice formula, which is what I'm really vibing with lately. And their gold formula is on fire right now. All right, so pop over there and check them out. Organifi.com forward slash model. All right, now, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I want to put a couple of words of not caution, but conscientiousness, all right? We need to proceed being aware, right? Conscious and aware because nutrients like iodine that we talked about are absolutely critical to human health, to thyroid function. We talked about it's needed, required to make your thyroid hormone, T3, T4, but too much of it can be problematic too. And in fact, you can end up having many of the signs of uh, thyroid deficiency when we're getting in too much thyroid because your thyroid is like a magnet just kind of really sopping up a lot of that uh, free iodine and also other tissues as well. And so with that said, a serving or two a few times a week is a safe and sufficient route to go when uh, utilizing the various sea vegetables. Not the, chlor the chlorella and spirulina, things like that that you find in like Organifi, which is kind of curated and tested 
Those things are safe and recommended for daily use. But if you're getting like the wild um, dulse and kelp and things like that, a couple servings here or there uh, during the week will be solid and sufficient for, and sometimes, of course, a little bit more, especially if you're using it as like a condiment and like sprinkling it on foods. Those are like micro doses. And so that's cool to do daily. But if you're like really hitting it hard and like snacking on some of that uh, bacon of the sea, maybe we do that every, you know, just a couple of days out of the week. All right. So I hope that makes sense. Also, many Asian cultures commonly eat these sea veggies along with foods that actually inhibit the uptake of iodine by the thyroid gland. And these foods are in a category known as goitrogens. And these are found in things like broccoli and cabbage and bok choy. And again, on the other side, be careful not to eat too many of these raw cruciferous vegetables too, because it does inhibit the absorption of iodine. All right. So surprisingly, eating a raw kale salad for somebody who has thyroid problems might be terrible for you. But we're just told, you know, it's a super healthy food. Yeah, it can be, but the way that you're consuming it and just being mindful, is this something that's right for me? Is just all these things we need to take into accountability always. And so again, this is just a uh, a word of, of conscientiousness that we don't need to go balls to the seafloor walls to get these benefits, okay? We can extract and utilize some of these things occasionally, and it's a really great adjunct to an already healthy nutrition approach. And again, I just want to make sure that you know about these things so that you can take advantage of them. Now, also, sea veggies can absorb and store minerals in concentrated amounts. We know this, but this in some instances, might not be, quote, good minerals, right? So this could be in that category of what we call uh, heavy minerals, a.k.a. heavy metals. So that said, be mindful of eating seaweed that may be growing in polluted waters. That's why I like places like Thrive Market and Whole Foods because they're curating and getting it from the best sources a lot of times. So but purchase organic, wild harvested where available, and just be assured that even still, the heavy metal content in seaweed is still usually well below the maximum concentration allowances in most countries, regardless of where you buy it. All right. So uh, just be mindful of that because we are, you know, a lot of the foods that we eat every day are going to have trace amounts of these different things. But that's cool. Our bodies are, are hardwired to handle those things. But we want to make sure that we are doing our best to get them from the best sources. All right. So I hope that makes a world of sense and a world of difference. And I hope that you got a lot of value out of this episode. It was really fun to go through some of these things that I've been enjoying for many years and also talking about here or there, but to really create a masterclass on it and to get more associated and connected and also talk a little bit about the history and how long this stuff has been a part of human cuisine and human health. It's just really inspiring for me. And so if you got a lot of value out of this episode, please share it out with your friends and family on social media. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Sean Model. You can tag me. And same thing on Twitter. On Facebook, I'm at The Model Health Show. Okay, so tag me. Take a screenshot right now. Take a screenshot of your phone. Tag me on Instagram. Post the show. Let me know what you thought about the episode. Let your friends and family know what you thought about the episode. All right, I appreciate you so much for tuning into the show. We've got some powerhouse episodes and show topics coming up, so make sure to stay tuned. Take care. Have an amazing day, and I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. You can find transcriptions, videos for each episode. And if you got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome. And I appreciate that so much. 
and take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.